So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. So I think that that's where the accountability, I think, is helpful. Yes. Yes. Um, And, and, yeah. But, okay, so one more question that I will ask, and then I'm going to wrap this up in gracious and sharing your time and oh no problem really good advice um what is a what is a question that people do not ask you that you wish that they would like what do people fail to ask you oh my god um that's such a great question i feel like i just asked somebody else that the other day i'm like because i feel like people could ask like the same five questions just over and over and it's like well i could just point you to the last time i was interviewed (laughs) oh my god this is such a great question um what God, I'm such an open book too. I disclose way too much about my marriage and um, and <laughs> all my personal drama and my family drama. What do they ask me? What do, what do I want people to ask me? <laughs> you can also fun. answer it later too. You don't need to. It, it's a difficult one. And maybe I'll send you an email. I'll, okay. I'll text you. And, oh, hmm. No, um, you know, because I've been... You know, and like, I, I'm actually a person, you know, what? I'd say, I would say the questions that I want people to ask me is the one in their gut that they're not sure they can ask. You know what? Like, it's never bothered me because I've had a whole pregnancy journey and now I'm like eight months pregnant. It's never bothered me if people go, oh, do you want to have kids? Do you not want to have kids? Would you have another kid? Like, I always think I, I appreciate when people ask you not, not like a, I got you, but a truly a question from the heart that they're curious about. I don't mind if people ask me any of that stuff. Have you ever done drugs? Have you ever done, have you ever been in a lesbian relationship? Like, I don't mind, like anything that's kind of you're curious about. I wish people would just ask that because I don't get offended when you can tell someone's genuinely curious. I don't, I don't mind at all. So I guess when you meet me, feel free if you've got this, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm really wanted to ask that chick about her hair or something you know I'm fine with it go for it that's awesome thank you (laughs) you're welcome well you know I know because everybody it's hard now too I mean people have different feelings and different things that they should say or not say but I I enjoy when people come up and just say hey you know what about this or that I'm like okay so is it all right if I ask if I ask a question that I'm legitimately very very curious about yes I honestly (laughs) I I appreciate like Yes, did like, you, did, yes, were you win. certain about having a child or were you not so sure? No, I hated children until I turned 35. I absolutely yeah. hated, like, I just, I'm going to do a skit on my, um, on my Instagram page. I used to be the woman on the airplane staring <laughs> down these poor mothers with this screaming kid. I, I can remember this actually. I flew from New York to Aruba and there was a kid that cried for four <laughs> hours straight they didn't drug him they didn't even try to put a pacifier and I remember looking at the mother with such disdain like I was like okay bitch like you're not even buying my drinks like I do not I paid for this like all the entitlement right I was like pissed and then so I did not like kids I didn't want kids two things changed when I turned 35 like it was crazy people would say to me biologically like something will happen like when I turned 35 I was like 
I want to have a child. I really want to have, I don't know what it, it was truly like all of a sudden. And I mean, I never babysat when I was a kid. I am actually concerned because my husband and I have never like even really held babies yeah. that much. We don't know anything about kids. <laughs> I was never interested. And then I think the other thing that happened, biologically something shifted. And then two, meeting my husband and really working and falling in love w- with him in our yeah. relationship, I really wanted to have a family with him because I was like, this man is a really good man who will be a great father. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing this. But no, I hated kids. And sa- and I probably need to find these moms and apologize because I was like, I was that person on the airplane that was like, well, a lot of them were probably that I- person before too. And that's something that I wish that people could <laughs> talk about because the way that it's, I'm also over 35. And I feel like the way that it's presented is like, you're just supposed to be like, just no, like 275%. You just know, and you always wanted this and it's a total certainty. And I'm like, I have literally never felt that way. I also know that having, I raised my brother and sister or was like very much a part of raising them as a teenager. They were 13 mm-hmm. years younger than me. And there are, you know, there's a lot of, if you were very heavily involved in raising kids as a teenager, then you're probably going to have kids a lot later because you're still scarred from that experience. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm sure that, yes. I mean, that's a huge burden put on you. And when you're a kid, when you're a baby and you're trying to raise babies, that is a really tough spot to be. In. It's definitely a really good form of birth control. It's just having a teenager take care of babies. It worked <laughs> great for me. I'm still, I'm still working through it. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. And, and I tell this to some of my girlfriends who are on the fence about it. The other thing too, I think is we all, you know, look, we've all got our hardships in life, but I do think people love to tell you their problems and difficulties and struggles and how bad things are. And I will say this to women. I was fully prepared listening to some other women that this pregnancy was going to be so difficult because I'm 39. Mm. I'm like, you know, I'm not a spring chicken. Like I'm a geriatric mama in there. You know, I also don't love the way they use that term. (laughs) No, I know they really, they really shouldn't. They really shouldn't. Because, and actually, okay, side note, and then I know we'll wrap up because we could talk for like 10 hours, but Emily Oster's book, she's the professor from Brown that wrote Expecting Better, has done the research on, you know, 50% of women over the age of 40 will get pregnant. And, you know, there's a big, there's this big thing within the medical community. They tell you, okay, 35, that's it. You can't get pregnant. That's actually not true. There's a sliding scale. Yes, our fertility decreases as we get older, but 35 is not the hard cutoff. And I will tell you, I I appreciate women because I know every woman has a different emotional battle, you know, battle from her past. But I tell women, get pregnant. If you are thinking about it, you should do it. Because this pregnancy, I I have had very little issue, few issues with this guy. He is, yes, I've been tired. Yes, I had a week of morning sickness. But you slap on some morning sickness bands and you keep going. And it has been a true joy. So I think if you go into it with a good mindset and you find the best doctor you can, which I highly recommend for, especially for women, mid thirties, over 35, go to a maternal fetal medicine doctor instead of your OBGYN, because they have a lot of tips, tips and tricks for women that are a little bit older. Um, baby aspirin is one of them. Baby aspirin is one of the the best things you can take to avoid preeclampsia. And so they have all kinds of great ideas for women. Um, and I highly recommend it because, you know, you hear all these women's horror stories. Oh my God, it was different. I hated being pregnant. It was this. And I know that's true for a lot of women, but 
I, I am here to tell you I've had the opposite experience. It's been a lot of fun. And up until the 32 week mark, it's been, I've been exercising and happy and, you know, I haven't been depressed or sick yeah. or any of these things. Uh, it's getting a little heavy. I mean, he's getting a little heavy at three. Right, weeks. right. So now you're like, <laughs> you're like, okay, okay. This is definitely like, all right. Yes. It hurts. It hurts like my bladder. Yeah. But so I, I, yeah, please ask away. And I, I'm an optimist and I, I love, I love having people. I think it's great. We're at a time where we talk about our feelings, but I also don't want women to be scared about, you know, having a kid or it's like, if you're thinking about it, do yeah. it. And I th- thank you for, thank you for just being so like straight up with me about that, because I think so much of the messaging that I'm seeing is just like, like an advertisement for happiness. And I'm like, but you know, and fortunately if you, when you actually talk to women, they're like, no, I didn't know. Or I hated kids. And I'm like, okay, thank you for that. Like, where was that? That was helpful. (laughs) That, that helps me make an informed decision. Oh yeah. And you know, my, my family will openly tell people I'm the least maternal uh, (laughs) human being they've ever met. I mean, my family will, my, my uncle who's, uh, we call him my gunkles, but I've, I've, couple sets of gunkles in my family. And so my uncle George will say, he's like, he's in, he was in shock the first like four months I was praying. He's like, there's no way. He's like, you're the least maternal. Like you hate children. You know nothing about them. I'm like, thank you, uncle George. Okay. Yes. We also, yeah. I mean, I, I was like, absolutely not. And I was, I was really pro just adopting. I was like, I'm not having my own. And then, you know, just something changed yeah. after 35 and, and my husband, I was like, okay, I really want to yeah. do this. And I actually recommend it to other women. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I'll let you know about the birthing part. <laughs> I'll follow up. Uh, well, the only way out is through, I guess. Yes. But thank you so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing this time. And um, also, so again, this is Sarah Fraser from the Sarah Fraser Show and Hey Phrase. So make sure that you can find her online. Um, and we'll also make sure to have those linked to this as well. And I'm going to follow up it. with you maybe about trying to do a little something about cancel culture if, if there's time in your schedule in the yes! next year. Because I think I that would be fun. Obsessed. Cool. Oh, my God. I, w- I could talk forever about Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss. I mean. Wait, yeah, Mr. Potato Head got canceled? Where was no, I when that Mr. happened? Pot- Mr. Potato Head just in the past week because Mr. Potato Head is losing Mr. Potato Head. So it will just be Potato Head. It will be he's going to be genderless. So there is no gender for Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. Now it will just be a genderless potato head. And people are, <laughs> people are all upset about that too. So. Wait, I did. What, how am I missing that? Like, oh yeah. The algorithm is clear, like knows, like clearly knows what's to send me, but sometimes misses out. Cause I'm like, I am, I'm definitely, I'm going to get off of this call. I'm going to make sure that this file is okay. And then I'm going to feel like, what the hell is going on with Mr. Potato Head? Oh my God. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head drops the Mr. Um, that was seven days ago. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much all the, and I, I mean, I'm sucked into all the bachelor stuff. I mean, one person gets canceled and they cancel someone else and someone cancels them. Right. Right. It's a whole whole rabbit hole of, of, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head is no longer Mr. Potato Head. Okay. So I, I apologize. I refer to Mr. Potato Head as Mr. Potato Head. It is just Potato Head. Potato Head. That's it. A toy that I haven't thought about in so long. Right? How was that on your radar? Right? It was not. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to Google Potato Head after this. See, we could have all these discussions. Because, see, I'm pro. Why don't you do Mr., Mrs., and then, like, a they? Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what? 
I, why do we, okay, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just like, why don't we add another potato head doll and, and, and make that one genderless? Why do they all have to be genderless? But see, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't think that people can cancel me. I don't know. I'm still like focused on the fact that you used to have to supply your own potato. And I'm just like, wow, we've really, we're like light years ahead of that. <laughs> no. Do you remember? Like it used to not come with like the fake potato. It was just like yeah. things that you would stick into the potato. Um, and then you had to get your own. Potato. Yeah. It's yes. So like, sorry, I'm feel like such an old head, but I'm like, okay, well that's, that's cool that they want to make it inclusive. Um, and sure. Like more accessories for the potato. Like I'm all about that, but I hadn't even thought about Mr. Potato as being problematic. Okay. So yeah, I'm definitely going to circle back to you about this. And now I'm going to go on an internet <laughs> right? rabbit hole. We could have 10,000 <laughs> discussions. There's so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. There's, I mean, in that there's endless, sto- endless cancel stories now every single week. Wow. <laughs> well, be well and take care. And thank you so much. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, I love you, DC Webfest. And thank you for We love you too. Thanks. You got it. Bye, Bye. guys.